In this conversation, we reflect on CBP Connects Virginia. What a great time. If you're interested in attending our 2023 events, you can learn more at cbpconnects.com. That's cbpconnects.com. Cheers. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to see the three of you again. It feels like just yesterday we were sharing beers in Virginia. So thanks again for coming to my hometown of Norfolk. We're a tad underrated, I feel, sometimes in the overall nationwide beer scene, but I hope you had an amazing time. I feel we have a lot to offer in the regions called Hampton Roads, and everybody should visit. Lots of good beer, lots of good people. But here today, we're here to talk about what we experienced a few weeks ago at CBP Connects Virginia. We're going to dive right in. Trinice, because you are to the right of me, I suppose, we're going to go clockwise right now. Can you tell everybody who you are and what you do in the craft beer industry? Certainly. Uh, my name's Trinice Watts. I go by Trey as well. I'm one of the co-founders, along with uh, the lovely lady here, Ashley, of Lifting Lucy, which is a uh, nonprofit organization for women of color. And I'm also on um, the subcommittee for DEI Education for the Brewers Association and um, the CBC Seminar Subcommittee as well, amongst other things. And aren't you also involved with the brewery? I actually founded a brewery. It's one of the first breweries owned in Maryland. I actually had a tap room. Uh, first 100% Black-owned brewery in the state of Maryland. First brewery of Charles County, and that was Patuxent Brewing Company. And you have kids, and I have no idea how you do everything that you do. You're amazing, Trey. Always great to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Ari, you're up. You came quite a ways. I mean, you went from the cap arguably the craft beer capital of Colorado to Virginia. What yes. do you do out in Colorado? Um, I'm a recent Denver transplant from New York. And uh, I, right now I'm a front of house manager at Blue Moon Brewing's Tap Room, um, brewery and tap room. And uh, yeah, I was able to come out to Virginia and to Pink Booth Scholarship Program and you. So thank you very much for having me. And I'm a proud member of Pink Boots. But um, yeah, right now I'm working at Blue Moon it's my first brewery role. Uh, before that, I was just working at bars. So this has been a great learning experience all around. And you're enjoying your time in the brewing industry so far? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's where I want to be. So It was so nice to great. have you. Thank you. <laughs> and once again, it's been amazing, the partnership we've had with Pink Boots through all this, you know, to bring so many people from different Pink Boots chapters together. Honestly, that was one of my favorite parts of the event, just meeting so many great people from Pink Boots. And I actually put together a CBC a proposal for the upcoming conference in, I guess that'll be Nashville in 2023, was Pink Boots member I met from Greensboro, North Carolina. So building relationships. Absolutely. Ashley, I love that. Your last but not least, I feel like you and I talk almost every other day, but for anyone who has an opportunity to meet you in person or virtually, what in the world do you do? I think it's easier for me to tell you what I don't do, and that's anything that's illegal. Um, <laughs> But in regards to the beer world, um, as Trey mentioned, I am one of the proud co-founders of Lifting Lucy, which is a nonprofit. Um, our sole reason for existing is to support women of color in the craft beer industry to attend events such as Craft Beer Professionals Connects and to leverage educational opportunities. Um, in addition to that, I proudly uh, sit on the board for Pink Boots Society International. Um, so Ari, that like warmed, I'm sure you could probably see like a mean grinning, like, yes, 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 Pink Boots. Um, we've really been working, especially the scholarship committee. I um, am on that committee as well. So having opportunities and partnerships with, you know, amazing organizations and events 
such as the ones that you put on Andrew is really important to make sure that we're able to provide educational opportunities outside of just the technical stuff and really have fruitful um, networking events. So, um, oh yeah, and I have a brewery in planning um, by the name of Brata, like Dota, um, which will be slated to open in Jamaica someday once we get all the cash we need. That's yeah, gonna that's be my favorite brewery in the islands. I can't to come get wait to come get away there. You'll you'll have you'll have a tab that will never close. I it's love it. I, I I can't wait. I'm gonna hold you to it. So once again, you all traveled to Virginia for CBP Connects. I'd love to hear what made you want to attend the event. And at this point, anybody can unmute. This is a conversation. Well, I think for me, I I um, definitely had kept hearing about it. I obviously see it. Um, I was very familiar with you anyway. Um, and I think most of us had been a part or had seen the Facebook group, um, which I've always been a part of. I did take a lot of info from there as well. But I was, I think still like a lot of other people may be hesitant to constantly throw my own opinions in there or, you know, just throw certain posts in there. So I think um, I really wanted to come to like actually a, a physical event and see what it was really all about. Um, and I'm so glad I did. I think we, I, I, I wanna speak for Ashley too, but I'm really, really glad we came. It was a totally different experience for me. Um, and I just, I really hope that you continue to do a lot more of these regionally. Because no, they're definitely going to. And, and Trinice, I think you're in a unique position because before you even came to Virginia, you essentially got partnered up with someone else doing similar but slightly different things than you to kind of lead a session together. You got partnered with Dave uh, Kushner of Trace Brewing in Pennsylvania, and you two led the workshop diversifying in your workforce through training and development programs, which so many people have reached out to me following the event saying how impactful that was for them. So thanks again for leading that session. But you know, what was it like to, before you even came to Virginia, getting partnered with someone to work together for that session? I think, um, again, there's a, there's a great way to do things with intention. I think we use that word a lot as well. But Andrew, you really have done a phenomenal job of being so intentional when you're checking up and following up constantly with, you know, not just myself, but someone else, again, who I haven't met in person, um, who I very much respect, but I, I don't know them in person. So just to have you constantly following up and say, hey, just making sure you guys are good. You know, is there anything I can do to support you too? Um, I think that was the biggest help, but it was fun working with Dave. I call him Super Dave. Super Dave is cool. He's extremely knowledgeable. And the same for me, I've um, gotten a few emails from people as well. Like, you know, I really, really appreciate it. Um, they wanted more information. So um, it, was, it was actually one of the easiest collabs I've done in a while, to be honest. <laughs> I love hearing that. And a lot of these tougher conversations we have in the craft beer industry, especially when we have virtual sessions, you can easily choose not to attend or, you know, it's a lot of content to take in. But I think the fact that it was in person gave you and Dave the opportunity to be more interactive. People could answer and ask questions right on the spot. You were able to kind of make it a two-way street with the audience. And you two did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. It was definitely a memorable, um, it, it was a memorable event for me. So again, I'm looking forward to the next ones already. And, I'm and thanks just for stepping up and hopping on that panel towards the end as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was feeling it. Like I said, you made everyone so comfortable, Andrew. You really did. You did an excellent job of connecting people together there. I was like, sure, whatever y'all want to do at this point, I'm down. Why? Well, appreciate. Um, and that's what it's that's what it's supposed to be about. So thank you for that. Building that's that community. Funny. That 
started Sunday night when you invited us to come out for dinner. I mean, I, I think I forgot how long I had been traveling, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it out. Then from, I'd say the first five minutes in having dinner with you and your wife and my new brother for life, Matt, I was like, oh, this is going to be summer camp. Matt with River Drive Cooperage was supposed to be joining us today, but he, he is a little busy wearing lots of hats as well and wasn't able to make um, it. I, I was so excited you two were able to connect. Yeah, that's 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 fam, and it's funny. Um, he was literally two doors down from us, um, so we probably would have passed each other in the hallway or something. But just having that initial introduction was really helpful. And like even down to the last day, I was like, okay, you make sure you let me know that you got home. It was for sure like summer camp vibes all over again, and a lot of really good fruitful conversation. I mean, I think the what 10 minute drive we had from our hotel to the Vale, um, our other neighbor in the hotel, she's like, do you want to share an Uber? And we're like, no, Miss Jackie, you're going to ride with us. And by the time we reached the Vale, we were like, okay, so you're presenting at CBC next year. This is what you're speaking on and we're going to help you write it. And so that was worth the, the price of admission alone right there. It's just to really connect with someone whose career is not, you know, that traditional craft beer journey and seeing that she has a story that we all need to hear and she's got information that's very valuable and just seeing that kind of like spark in her eye, like really, like what I have to say is important. And we're like, absolutely. So yeah, that was, that was probably one of my favorite moments, that little quick 10 minute drive. Okay, um, actually you have to stop teasing us and tell us a little bit more about what Jackie plans to speak on. <laughs> Well, um, Miss Jackie is a phenomenal seller woman, and she joined uh, the craft beer community professionally a little bit later in life. And, and so we were just talking about some of the adaptations that she has to go through to be able to do her job on account of some physical limitations she has. And, you know, Dr. J, we were fortunate enough to have her in the car. And Dr. J was like, oh, yeah, well, this brewer does this to adjust their sight gauge. And it's like all of these you know, retrofitting things that you do to make sure that you can thrive and survive in an environment. But this needs to be a bigger conversation, especially for employers or, you know, breweries or whoever that may have some hesitations about hiring somebody that may have some challenges. Like it's a challenge, but it's not impossible. And so I'm so excited to see how many people are going to be inspired by her sharing her story and how she's been able to be successful. I'm, I'm really excited for that. That's such an important conversation to have. I'm so glad you all are Ariel on this call. Say what, Trinise? And then even seeing Ariel on this call, because I just felt like Ariel, like, I don't know if I can say this, but I was like, Ariel's a badass. When I was at the conference, <laughs> at the conference I was like, oh yeah, this will be a cool conference call, yeah. Did you two know <laughs> each other prior to Virginia? No. No. No, absolutely. What was not. the first moment that you met? Do you remember? At, at um, the Pink Boots, the opening reception, pre-opening reception yep. meetup. And Ari, coming into yes. this, I mean, you're newer to the industry. Did you know anyone that was actually attending before, you know, hopping off the plane? <laughs> no. What was that like? Um, well, not not officially. I, yeah. I, yeah, what was that like? Um, I Well, I was excited for it. Um, I, I get you know, nervous about any number of uh, social situations. But, you know, at first glance, when I'm thinking I don't know anyone, I don't feel like there's really a negative there because I don't know anyone. It could go either way. Um, so I was super excited about that. Um, I did try um, and 
within the pink beast community to at least send a message out virtually to say like i'm going to this but that that was about it um but i was super stoked my number one reason for coming was to try and engage within this this industry community and um step out of my comfort zone so even though there are many things like about the workshops listed and and the schedule that were attractive my absolute number one was to uh you know meet people or at least uh you know listen and actually actively listen and engage with everyone so uh it, it ended up being you know successful in that respect and i was super super stoked about it um definitely some level of nervousness but uh that's more and you know it's more exciting than anything i don't know anyone <laughs> anything could happen it doesn't have to be a negative it could be it'd be great um and actually a pink boots of pre-reception really encouraged me to just get that started instead of uh, waiting till the next morning. A um, little bit, a little bit of a comfort zone within that, even if I still did not know anybody. <laughs> yeah, I think the fun of it, you know, on, on night one, we were all just getting to know each other for the most part. But I think by the time we left on Wednesday, we were giving each other long hugs and didn't want to say goodbye anymore. I know people it gave me so a good. hard time when I said I wasn't going to the second brewery on Wednesday night. They're like, Andrew, you got to come. You got to come. I'm like, no, I'm going to go home to my family. And that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> itself, having like an industry event in your own backyard. That's fun in its own way. I wish I hadn't had to fly out Wednesday night, but I know uh, Monday and Tuesday both were absolutely absolutely wonderful just just meeting people and, and hearing their stories so outside of meeting ashley and Trinice, are there any other relationships you had from the event that were impactful to you me personally oh um uh, definitely some i know <laughs> keep bringing up pink boots it's just i i you know you're like i said i have to go out of my comfort zone with it zone it but at the same time uh just honestly meeting other women in the industry from uh, different, completely different places. I don't just mean uh, physical location. I mean like life location. You know, parts of your your journey, not just in the industry, just as a person, is hearing about their stories. Um, uh, definitely made some connections and uh, learned a lot. Um, and it's good to hear that you can come from any number of places and 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 be a part of this community. And that's okay. You know. <laughs> You know, this is my first role, for example, working in a brewery. I worked in bars for a long time, but I have a whole other career that I left behind. So, you know, I come to this event and I've met people where I'm like, okay, I feel a little more secure about that. And I can think more about how uh, anything I've done in the past can contribute to this now. Um, and it's because of people that I've met um, at, at CVP Connect. So I appreciate it for sure. It's those transferable skills. We talk about that all yeah. the time with the Lucy side. You know, you don't have to reinvent who you are. Like, you have everything that this industry and more importantly, this community needs, Ari, just for being who you are and living the life that you had. And so that makes me like, I'm going to go in like mama bear mode. Like, that makes me so excited for you to hear, like, I belong here. This is much my space as anybody else's and I have something to contribute. So thank you for sharing that. Like, that's, that's what we're all about um, on the Lifting Lucy side is, you know, we've always had a, a foothold or a place in this industry. And so many of us come from different backgrounds, but we fall in love with the liquid, you know, and then we have Absolutely. to how, how do I make this my, my life for real, for real? No, Ashley, uh, I'll follow up. Ari, go ahead. Sorry. 
No, I just say, I mean, absolutely. And yeah, you fall in love with the liquid and then you figure out, can I put the pieces together around it? And like I said, because I was able to come out to Virginia, I should just to meet um, any number of other people, especially the, the women there that could kind of speak to that, you know, how do I build around that? And uh, it's just inspiring. And, you know, like, you know that you have something to offer, but it's just like, how? <laughs> but uh, just being able to get out to Virginia was definitely a huge help in putting that in perspective. I really love you what know. you said about, you know, while people did come from, we had people from 25 states. So it was really cool to talk to people from all across the country, but it's great to point Canada. out that everybody, everybody, yeah, in Canada, of course, Yeah, <laughs> everybody was at different points in their personal lives and their brewing careers. And it's neat to learn everyone's stories and learn their background, how they ended up where they are, the current challenges, what they're most proud of, just getting to know the actual person. I, I feel so often we look at so-and-so it's like, oh, they're the brewer here, or taproom manager there. But who are they really? You know, why are that they have that person and what got them to where they are today? And that's what I love, just sitting down with beers, like, you know, with you three and just learning more about you as individuals versus, okay, well, this is who you are at the brewery, but you're so much more. Yeah, not just a title, for sure. A absolutely. Now, Ashley, I'm going to throw one your way because, you know, you have your new BFF, Matt with River Drive, Cooper Ridge, and it's awesome you and Matt got so close. But yeah. you're smiling right now. I love seeing that. But, you know, what about you and Matt just clicked? You know, how did he become someone you met at CBB Connects that, you know, was a meaningful relationship? Yeah, I think um, just from our initial conversation on Sunday, you know, we started talking about um, paranormal and supernatural things, which I know you were a big fan of. But once he mentioned his dad was a firefighter, I was like, oh, we're a family because my dad's a retired firefighter and Matt's an active firefighter. So anybody that's a part of the fire service, it doesn't matter where you are, like your family, because that's how I was raised. So I think that really started it. And then just hearing his life journey and the things that he's been through and how he's so innovative and creative, but just down to earth and approachable. It's just like, that's, that's a kindred spirit for me. And it's like, I want to say this, second night tray when we closed down the bar in the lobby like that was it it was solidified like his fiance knew about us and he's like we're going to Jamaica and I knew about you know their recent engagement and it's like that's why I always refer to this as a community this is a community first and foremost for me before anything else and I'm just really inspired by him how he was able to look at you know a, a niche or even a market that really wasn't tapped into at the time and his own passion, hearing his journey, how he went from point A to where he is now, it's just mind blowing. And it's really inspiring that, again, as I alluded to a little while ago with Ari, like you don't have to reinvent who you are. Like you have things that this community needs. So yeah, he's just got a, a good vibe, a good spirit, very approachable, um, very loving. Again, summer camp vibes, you know, it was like that last night, I was like, okay, you better make sure you get home safely. And it wasn't just with him, it was a lot of people, but I think because you introduced us, you know, from the beginning and we were literally on the same floor, we just stuck tight the rest of the, the you know, CBP. And then I'm, I'm sure we will see each other again very soon. I love the summer camp vibes. That, that's fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, that I think really speaks to what the goal is. At summer camp, you go strangers, you leave best friends, you know, not to sound repetitive, but it's something heartwarming about that. It makes you feel good. And I think we all need that right now. Um, you know, being a part of this community keeps me sane. My 
nine to five that allows me to have amazing health insurance benefits. You know, like I don't have to go to a doctor. A doctor will come to my house. Like I'm, I'm spoiled that way. Wow. (laughs) It's phenomenal. Like, but it's what keeps me in it. But at the same time, it's very stressful and it's always putting out fires. And so being able to put my real life on hold to go to my community, like y'all are what keeps me going and keeps me sane and keeps me inspired. And I I need it. Like I can't imagine my life not being a part of this community. I I just really couldn't. That's awesome to hear. Trinice, without repeating Ashley's answer of Matt with River Drive Cooperage, you know, who's someone you met or outside of Ari as well that impacted you for the better? Oh man, I wanted Matt and Ari. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have to say, because Ari was like one of the first people to speak up, you know, she mentioned being uh, a bit anxious, which is brave in itself to say that. Um, But she was one of the first people to speak up on a a somewhat difficult question I asked. And because she was the first one to do it and be brave enough to do it, we almost was like, you know, okay, it's time to go, it's time to go, because so many people after her were then brave enough to do the same thing and really wanted to pour their hearts out. So, I, I mean, she's still going to be one of my favorites because of her braveness to even answer a question and get everyone rolling. But um, I really, oh gosh, Jackie, um, who else? There was Kat there, who I've seen before, but I haven't really gotten to hang, hang with her. And Kat was dope. These people you've seen on hang. the internet and finally get to meet in person. Yeah, you know, I'm on the World Wide Web at 41, you know, so <laughs> I do what I can, but it's a little different when you actually get to fellowship in person with people. And kind of like Ashley said, um, I don't think I had any bad connections. I mean, everyone was amazing. There was a guy named Brad there, um, and he's in, I believe, I don't want to get it wrong, I believe he's in Alabama. Yeah, he's in Birmingham um, with Brad, Steel City Tap. Yeah, yeah, Brad is so, so cool. We had the longest conversations. And it's that thing again where, um, you know, we have differences, yes, but we have so many more similarities and we actually had a chance because it was so intimate to really dig into all of those similarities that we have. So, you know, I can't say enough about everyone that I met there, but definitely for sure, Brad, Ari, um, I ain't gonna say Matt, but, um, you know, Brad definitely sticks out to me and my girl Jackie absolutely sticks out to me. And Drew, we already know you, but, you know, to actually see you again at work, at work doing it, doing it and making it happen. Um, it was, it was again new for me. And it was a beautiful thing to watch as you just kind of had this symphony of all these different beautiful people coming together and, you know, mixed it up and made something beautiful at the end. So, and I think, you know, you and cheating, Ashley but- and I, we first met at, in person at Lady Justice Brewing out in Colorado for CBC 2021. Uh, we battled the patio. That was a good time. We and I believe we won. And at first, you know, I was kind of that person who I kind of tend to be. Ashley knows me. I keep carry my little backpack with me wherever I go because, like, you know, my little 10 pound blanket, <laughs> weighted blanket with me, um, and kind of stand off to the side until I know, like, you know, everything is okay. It's, it's safe for me to be here. And Andrew's like, Oh, I've seen you online before. Get over here, girl. You know, you, you know, you're too far away. What you doing over there? Come on over here. And so it was that same feeling like, oh, no, I know you already. Get over there and hang with us and let's have some fun together. And it was just a bigger version of that. So, you know, I just can't say enough about how well you're doing with these answers. Seriously. I love it. Well, Trudice, is there anything that surprised you about the event, whether it's something you learned about yourself personally or any of the interactions, any of the sessions? 
anything you learned that, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that, or I didn't know this about me. Well, definitely didn't know a lot. There was some, uh, we mentioned it, some new technology that I was able to see there that I had not seen before. Um, certain patents and things that just blew my mind. Um, but even some of the things I had seen before, like some of the safe bar, um, you know, um, presentations I had seen, even this one was still a little bit different. And I was like, oh, okay, I really could get with this. You know, this was, again, a different feel to it. So, um, no, everything else was just, it was just an, a great time for me. It really was. It really was. And, you know, shout out to Safe Bars. They've been a great a partner to Crafted Professionals. And we teamed up last year for the Safe Bars Pact Initiative, which is a code of conduct for breweries to sign on and hopefully, you know, go through the training to create safer and more welcoming spaces. And anyone interested, safebarspact.org. But to echo what you said, I've got to know Safe Bars so well virtually. I feel like I'm, I know them as people, but we hadn't met AJ and I until Virginia. And to see Safe Bars do something not virtually, but interactive in that crowd engagement, people raising their hands and just being brave enough to say that they've, you know, gone through something and to see your peers who've had these unfortunate things happen to them. It was really, really powerful. And, you know, Ari, shout out to you again for just being brave enough to, you know, ask questions, share your thoughts, because you were extremely interactive and engaging. Well, I mean, so far that, that whole experience, was a was a big deal because it's it's easy for someone to maybe see in a schedule and know what to think they know what to expect from that right um from those topics and uh for it to be as interactive and successfully interactive i think is a big deal because you need to hear from other people and their experiences it's not going to be what you expect just from what you see in a blurb and paper um every workplace experience is different and you know just in my own personal work background, like those topics, I realized you need to talk about them. You need to be out there and that safe bar is just there in person. And yes, not just virtual is a huge deal um, because, you know, just to not, even though I'm repeating myself again, just reading about it on paper on the screen is not nearly the same as looking at other people and seeing that they have shared experiences as you or they're in the other end where they're like, I had no idea this was happening or that it was as prevalent as it is. Um, so that's definitely to have that within this experience and community. I think it's like so, so important. Yeah, just it was very reality powerful. Of it. I think yeah. everyone in the room had their eyes on that session. It was definitely a definitely. great experience. But is there anything that surprised you? Is there anything, I know you talked about coming into this, you didn't know anyone, so you were going into the situation blind, but you know, you personally, is there any content that you were excited about that you didn't realize you would be so excited about? Any content? Uh, I mean, I was excited for the great majority of it. Um, I think I was really looking forward to that. Not yeah, safe bars. Like we were already talking about it, but that was something that you know, even if I, you know, have some background with that, I was excited to get different perspective potentially from it and to see how maybe other people would present these issues um, for sure, because there's always many ways of doing one particular thing. Um, you know, financial planning topics is definitely important to me. Uh, you know, I don't know what my future is, but um, I was looking forward to that and that ended up being, you know, definitely a fruitful uh, conversation. Um, surprising. <laughs> I, I would say just 
just uh, maybe again, just kicking it back to the community there that it was uh, as flat out welcoming as it was because I, you know, I wasn't sure. I didn't know what it's getting to, and I know that my aim was to meet people, <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. And you know, it, it's like you know, if you're not the cool kid at the party, you're just because you're there doesn't mean you're going to hang out with anybody, right? So. Uh, I guess the surprising thing is that it, you know, it, for the most part, everyone's extremely welcoming, and you know, you make eye contact, and you're like, "Are we talking now? We're talking now," and that was that was, you know, really nice. I love it, wow, and Ashley. You're <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> I said, Ashley, you're probably expecting me to ask you the same qu question, aren't you? No, I don't have any expectations. I didn't <laughs> it, but I was going to say, Ari, like I noticed you from the second you came in to um, our Pink Foods meetup and you kind of like walked around or whatever. And I was like, that's one of us. I know that's one of us. And I was like, are you okay? And you're like, oh, Pink Foods. And I guess it's like that only child and that former school teacher. And I'm like, come on, like this is, this is your people. This is your tribe. Like we got you. Let's go. And I think for me and my journey into craft beer, I needed somebody to pull me in and be like, nope, you're one of us. You're going to come right along with us. And that's why maybe subconsciously, I always try to be that big, gregarious, warm, welcoming ball of energy that people are like, okay, if I can't hang with anybody else, I think that lady over there will talk to me. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, it's, you know, the, what a big deal that is. And I'm so glad that that particular event was the intro because otherwise i mean there was part i wasn't even sure if i was going to open reception before i saw that there was a big event <laughs> because i was nervous you know and i don't sometimes i can be extremely social and on it but it's uh you know there are a lot of hiccups on the way so when there's someone like you who's willing to say like hey i think maybe that's someone who's with us like let me say something that goes so 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 far and you know a little preview in 2023 we're going to be in milwaukee wisconsin in June 19th to 21st, there's already talks of doing another Pink Boots pre-reception. So I think that's going to be another awesome event. But Ashley, you know, I'd like to throw another question away, not about surprises, because that would be expected. I want to ask you, we had quite a few fun nights hanging out outside the workshop. You know, it's nice to actually get to know people on that level. So often, I think we walk in the crowded tap rooms, and while it's great to see someone, it's like a five-minute encounter in a really large space. On one of those nights, we ended up in a very interesting location. I'm going to let you describe it in your own words. And I also want you to say why that was an important time. Get okay. a little philosophical for me on that one. Um, oh, gosh. All right. So we, and I'm trying to think of the name of this particular venue. So initially we got there after like whatever the official sanctioned event was for that night, but obviously we weren't ready to stop. We were ready to keep the party going. And so we went to this Irish pub to have a celebratory shots, and then people started like disappearing. And I'm like, what, where are they going? There was a whole secret bar, like a speakeasy through this little fake like bookcase and I walk in there and it's like oh my gosh like where am I like people are smoking indoors people are playing pool somebody's grandpa was at the bar like smoking a cigar hitting on everybody and I was like where are we <laughs> and it was like we have a place here in Las Vegas called the Huntridge Tavern and we say that it has a magic clock because you're in there and you're thinking you've been in there for an hour and it's been like seven 
And I think this was really the first time when I saw everybody, maybe because it was a clandestine location. We felt a little more, you know, secluded, but I, everybody let their hair down. Everybody was, you know, having a good time and dancing to the music and just people that I had noticed had never interacted up until that point were like full on conversations, dancing, smoking cigars. And I'm a really naturally a slow drinker. And so everybody's like, are you still on your first beer? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm getting there. So I, was I think at that fine. point in the night, the conversations are more important than the beer. Yes, ex exactly. Exactly that. And I was able to, you know, connect with some people that I didn't have the opportunity to sit down and have, you know, full blown conversations with. And it wasn't even about beer. It just was life in general. And so yeah, that night was, it was really, really interesting. And that was a fun night, but I think for me, probably if I had to rank our final night, um, I didn't go to the second location either, but I, I'm a very finicky vegetarian. And so I ended up having to order food in for myself and I didn't even get to eat it because I just kept having conversation after conversation after conversation. And so Seth and um, Brian from Robot House, like those, those are my buddies and we still email each other, especially me and Brian about like our favorite music and bands. And it was just interesting to see how both of us knew these really obscure, like off the wall songs and music that nobody would have even thought of. Or Seth used to live in Vegas and he was a builder here and built one of the hospitals that my family goes yeah, to. Seth with Ditton Brewing Company out in Texas. Yep. Yeah. And then he actually was doing a Pink Poops North Texas collab and one of our good friends with Lifting Lucy, Angie Thomas, um, the undeniable vixen who hosts Being Black and Craft every Monday on Clubhouse. Like I get a picture of the two of them two days after I come back home, you know, on the brew deck. And I'm like, no, that's my friend. That's my friend. <laughs> so it was just, it was just, I, as you can see, I can't stop smiling because it was just such a good experience. I love it. No, there's so many good times. Like, I don't think I could pick my favorite. I think everyone one, from the workshop to that dingy little bar that took us back in time, the smoking was just so weird. For me, that was like, what is going on right now? I felt like I was back home in Vegas, honestly. Like, I was like, oh, this is a Vegas spot. This is a Vegas spot for sure. Well, I've got one final quote. to you all since y'all trusted me enough to check the place out and was like, you know, we're going to follow this cute little chocolate girl to the Irish bar. Like, we're going here. It's great. You're going to have a fantastic time. Everyone followed me. And she was like, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> I don't know if you were the one who finally convinced me to go, but I remember telling someone, because we were winding down at Three Notch Brewing Company at night, and I really wasn't thinking I was going to end up at the Irish bar. You both met my wife, and she was kind of wanting me home at that point of the night. And, but I told someone, if you can convince everybody who's still here to go to the Irish pub, then I'll come to it. And apparently everybody went, so I did too, for better or worse. That was magical. And you're right. I mean, um, I don't know if, um, I can't remember Brian's last name, but um, Ashley, his, his presentation too was really, really good. That's Brian really Winkler with Robot House. House. Winkler, yes. So, you know, I love the energy in this call. I love the energy with you all in person. And I really hope the three of you can make it out to Milwaukee in June. Once again, CBP Connects 2023, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, June 19th to 21st. But why should anyone who hasn't experienced CBP Connect before put this on their calendar? I'll go first. I think it's the last word that of the title. It's to connect. And, you know, not to take anything away from any other industry events that I've gone to, but this was just hardcore summer camp vibes. And 
two of my boos who I'm so excited to see on Thursday from Lady Justice, Betsy and Allison. I was like, a little okay. jealous. You get to hang out with them, honestly. I yeah. haven't seen them in too long. We're going to have to like print out a, a, like a picture of your head and put it in the picture. <laughs> so you'll be there. But, um, you know, I spoke with Allison and I was like, what do I, like, how do I do this? What do I need to prepare for? And she was like, no, nah, you don't need to prepare. You just need to show up and be yourself because your passion and wanting everybody to do well in this industry is going to carry you through. And it absolutely did. But I think definitely that connection. And I think sometimes at these conferences, we get so bogged down on it being competitive. You know, GABF, even though it's friendly competition, it's got who's got the best beer or CBC, you're going to, you know, learn different technical things where this is really just that human to human connection. Here's what I know. Here's what I've been able to do. I hope you find some value in it. And it was so much, even just the recap conversation that you had us do, like the circle story, or I forgot what you, what you call it. Some people are like, what do, what do I do? And I was like, say this, say this, um, not naming no names. <laughs> But it was just interesting how quickly once people figured out what was going on, how we collectively all had the same experience in those three days. And Here for friends anybody, the highlights from that story. Yeah. And for anybody who, you know, was fortunate enough to have that summer camp experience, like this is summer camp with beer. Like it doesn't get much better than that. I love it. Ari, Trinise, I'd love to hear sure. your reason on that one. Yeah. Um, when I first heard about about this, uh, you know, I heard it was going to be like some of more of an intimate experience with, versus other other events you could go to. And uh, it was true because then you do have the ability to meet people that you may not have otherwise. And in a way that you do get to know, you know, personal things. And, and like I said earlier, you're more about someone's story. Um, so that's definitely number one to me, you know, and, but on the same level, it means that it's not overwhelming. Um, you have that opportunity to actually engage one-on-one -on -one with any number of people without it just being like, okay, just business as usual or on to the next day. Um, that said, in terms of schedule, I'd also say it's just so well-rounded. Um, you know, I could go to something where it's all about fermentation. I'm like, I know nothing about fermentation. And I... <laughs> You know, I hope that's okay, but that it is because, you know, I learned something completely new and then maybe the next session, I feel a little more relatable where I'm learning something, but I'm also able to talk to other people about that topic. And I think there's a mix there that is balanced in a way that is useful um, and not just for me, but just for, for anyone attending um, is maybe, maybe you're going because you want to go for a specific reason, but if you just stick around for all these other, like I said, topics that make it more well-rounded um, and more whole uh, and that better represents the industry as a whole, I, I think it's, it's useful, <laughs> incredibly useful. So, you know, community number one, but then just, you know, that whole scale of things you're going to see uh, makes it, you know, it's really valuable. Yeah, we were there to learn, but also have a little bit of fun. Absolutely. I'm so glad you were there. Trinise, last but not least, you know, why should someone come join you in Milwaukee? Um, I think they should join, particularly um, from what we hear often with people, um, a lot of extremely talented people, oddly, is that they have a bit of an imposter syndrome, um, where you, again, because you haven't been in overalls for 40 years, 
um, that you may not be able to fit in with this crowd or you know you don't have value or something of worth to um, to give to this event and that could be farthest from the truth um, this CB, CBP Connects is just a great reminder that um, we are all worthy to be here. We all have complete value in this thing that we love called the brewing industry. Um, but again, it's about building that fellowship and that friendship because you're not going to let things happen to your friends. You're not going to let people do just anything to your friends. And you're going to, again, make sure that they're heard and that they're valued. And so when we have these intimate types of connections, you know, it just, there's a build from that. And you can say, well, you know, I, I may have been in the field for 40 years, but I can't do what my friend over here does. Let me tell you about Trey. Let me tell you about Ari or Ashley. And I think that was, is the most important reason to come because it's just an incredible time. Yes, we had an immense amount of fun, um, but it just reminds all of us that we have so much more when it comes to being friends, connecting and just loving on each other in whatever capacity that we are when it comes to the brewing industry. And that's what I saw. That gives me such a big smile. And I've got nothing left to add to that one. So Trinice, Ashley, and Ari, this has been amazing. I mean, it's great to see you virtually, but there definitely is something special about that time we spent together in person. I can't wait to do it again. Jealous you'll be in Colorado this week. So say hey to all the wonderful people you're going to see. And I can't wait to see you again in Milwaukee next year, June 19th to 21st. You can check out more information schedule coming soon. I think Ashley, you and I have talked about a few potentially exciting sessions to throw on there. Trini, she may have volunteered you for something. I'll tell you a little bit about that later if she hasn't told you already. But see everybody in Milwaukee. Learn more at cbpconnects.com. And have a great day, everybody. Cheers. If you like this content, please subscribe, share with other craft beer professionals, and give us a five-star review. Cheers.